Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome to Queer in Question, a podcast. This is my first episode of this podcast, and I wanted to I just wanted to create this project, just explore different topics. The the podcast is called Queer in Question because I'm questioning not only the queerness of of me, but I'm also questioning other things and other notions that, you know, are interesting, that are relevant. And I just want to expound on those topics. So I was thinking of some topics that I wanted to explore, and a lot of things came into mind. Uh, you know, I wanted to explore pop culture. I wanted to explore controversial topics. I wanted to explore conspiracy theories. I wanted to explore relationships. I wanted to explore sex. Everything. I'm interested in everything. It doesn't matter. And I'm willing to do the research. I'm willing to have a conversation about it. And a lot of times... I know my friends get tired of me just blabbing, you know, at the side of my neck about stuff that really, um, you know, they probably couldn't care less. So this is the space for me to just put my thoughts out. This is a space for you to um, really just think differently because I want to come with different uh, different ideas. Like I want it, I want to expound on things. I want to dive a little deeper into obvious topics, even when it comes to relationships, when it comes down to sex, when it comes to my queerness, when it comes to just what it, what it means to just exist in this world. So I wanted to expound on, on everything. I want to dive a little deeper into, into things. Uh, because I'm always looking, I'm always searching for like a deeper meaning, a more profound understanding of things. And so I feel like this podcast will be exactly that. My first episode that I want to talk about with this podcast is relationships. When thinking of what I wanted to do with this podcast, I thought of many things that, that I'm knowledgeable in or that I'm interested in, which is a mixture of both. But I also want to send this out to the universe, have an audience, whether it's just the audience or it's just me speaking. And I wanted to speak on things that I myself could relate to and that other people could relate to. And I feel that that's relationship. It's almost like we have to understand the dualities within ourselves if we want to be understood you know, we're hot, we're cold, we're yes and we're no. But it, it just really explains that there are these polarities within us that if we don't understand, then we're not going to be able to understand that about our partner. Uh, so with this being said, y'all, this is Queer in Question with Cody. So I'm just going to get my POV. I'm going to get my point of view. I'm going to expound on these topics that I enjoy and try to do this without the need to be perfect. So... I might have some people come in, I might not, but I just want to have a dialogue. I want to have a conversation with myself. I want to put it out to the universe and just see what it what what comes back. So I'm I'm interested. So I think there are some pretty significant things you you need in your relationship. The fundamentals are communication, compromise, trust, um, compatibility good sex. So I'm sure there are more that we can all add depending on what our values are, but these are the main core elements that make up a good relationship, I feel like. Initially, when my partner and I were dating, um, I told them, look, 
if I feel like these three things are not met in our relationship, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel like our relationship is not up to par. And that's communication, trust, and good sex. And good sex comes from good communication. Good sex comes from trust. And I feel like if those three are not met, just fundamentally for myself, if they're not met, then I don't want nothing to do with the relationship. Not necessarily I don't want nothing to do with the relationship, but we need to work on (laughs) why I feel we're lacking in those three. A particular discussion came up between a friend and I. Um, So I'll I'll just give you this. Initially, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with this podcast. I wanted to talk about relationships. Like I said, I wanted to just explore different topics, and I wasn't too sure how to go about my first episode. So I sent out this survey. Uh, I sent out this form for people to just, um, it was almost like, give me a scenario that is going on with you in your life, and then I'll try my best to, to, to help you. And a friend of mine sent in their scenario that is going on with them. And so they say, hi, Cody, I've been in a long term relationship with my boo thing. And sometimes I'm afraid it will lead into nothing. I see him doing things for the future, like providing a house and stuff. But sometimes I worry that he might not propose. Is he just used to me being around and thinks we can just continue to be like this? I guess my issue is that I'm worried he might not take the next step because I'm always around and I'm always there. What should I do? Girl, I'm going to tell you exactly my thoughts on how this relationship could eventually unravel. And again, this is for entertainment purposes only. So it goes back to those core elements that I was talking about. Communication, trust, good sex. The issue here centers around communication or uh, the lack thereof. Y'all, communication is gold. It's liquid gold. Lack of, lack of communication is the root of all evil. It's where all issues stem from. If you're not having the best sex, it's because you're not articulating exactly what you need to your partner. Sex is not a talent. You don't come equipped when you come into this world knowing how to perform sex. It's a skill. You have to learn how to be good at sex. When you're with your partner, you have to let them know a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, lick here, kiss there. You can literally major in communication and still not know how to communicate effectively. It takes practice. So I think probably the best idea is to learn not only your partner's communication style, but also yours too. You have to know thyself. You have to know how to articulate what you want, and then you have to understand what they want. So whether you view whether you view that through religion, ideas of how people are based on your own observations, or if you're into astrology and other psychological archetypes of how your partner is, it's just important to understand or relate and be able to communicate with your partner and without any misunderstanding. I'll look at my partner's natal chart just to figure out, okay, well, what's this? What's X, Y, and Z? Because I'm trying to figure out exactly, you know, and not necessarily how they are because, you know, your natal chart isn't going to give you what you, exactly what you are. It's a blueprint. It it helps as a reference to kind of understand why 
you know, they may act in, diff- in, in different scenarios and how to pivot and they may, it, it may help you to understand exactly why this person does X, Y, and Z. Again, it's not, it's not telling you verbatim how this person is. It's just giving you a blueprint for you to reference. So, you know, if you're not into astrology, you know, there are different types. You can look up your Myers-Briggs, understand how you are as a person. And then, you know, you can always have your partner to take it so you can understand how they are as a person. A lot of workforce places do anagrams um, in different types of spiritual uh, spiritual aspects, they may do uh, dharma, dharma archetypes. Whatever you're into, the key takeaway is just to know thyself. The key takeaway is to not only know thyself, but to want to know your partner. So use these tools. And who even cares if you don't fully believe in them? If it works, it works. But it could be used as a tool to, to help you communicate effectively. So... Something that I also think that is important is your communication style. This can dovetail into love languages and knowing how your partner receives love and how they give love. You need some emotional intelligence. Most people lack self-awareness, y'all. They lack emotional regulation to even have an effective conversation. Sometimes, you know, it's because societal pressure most times it's because we just don't know ourselves. We don't even have the awareness to understand our emotions, to even articulate them in a way that not only we can understand, but for others as well. And another nuance to this relationship, and I feel like for all relationships, is boundaries. We haven't established them. We don't even know the proper the the proper boundaries we should have. I'm I'm right now at this point in my life to where I'm having to establish boundaries with my family and I don't even know how to set those boundaries up. I'm in therapy right now trying to figure out how do I establish boundaries with my family? Do I cut them off altogether because it's I'm just not equipped at this point in my life to deal with all of their drama. And so boundaries is something that you have to learn as you get older. Boundaries is something that you may have to be coached on. Boundaries is something that you may have to be advised on. You know, so it's it's not something that we're just, that just comes to us innately. We don't, these are just, these are skills that we have to learn as time gets as, as we get older and, and as time goes on and everything. And so um, I also just want to put a disclaimer out there, y'all. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a, psychi- I'm not a psychiatrist. I just riff off of what I know based on what I've seen with people, based on my own situations. So don't take any of this information to heart. Again, it's for entertainment purposes only. So I'm just giving my own advice. So take it as you may. Take it with a grain of salt. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep it pushing. So boundaries. So not only do we not know how to communicate our feelings effectively, we don't even know how to establish boundaries. Specifically in relationships. So... The next topic I want to go into is emotional boundary, emotional boundaries. Do we have them? 
do we have these boundaries that help define how we want to be treated? And you can see this tie into how we communicate. What are we comfortable sharing? How do we expect others to respond to our emotions? Establishing emotional boundaries, I've noticed, starts with sharing personal experiences and being vulnerable and discussing those topics that may sound a little corny, that may sound a little cringy. But most people are not able to have these conversations because they're not even able to have these conversations with themselves. And so this goes back to what I was saying earlier about self-awareness. Emotional boundaries require you to have self-awareness. You have to be aware of your own emotions, your wants, your needs, limits within your own relationship. It means that you're recognizing what you're able to bring to the table. For me, I'm a very... I'm a very successful person just because I'm existing, right? No shade. I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be funny. I'm successful just because I'm resilient. I can keep it pushing. I understand I understand the the little nudges that the universe gives me and it tells me to go a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, and I listen to what those nudges give me and I I take note um you know, this entire universe that we, that we live in is a stage, you know? And if, if the director is telling you, oh, go a little bit to the left, go a little bit to the right, you're not even standing under the spotlight. You're, you're doing yourself a disservice. What are, you, what are you doing, you know? You have to be able to just, you have to be able to understand what you bring to the table. And I bring a lot. So if, if my partner is not meeting me halfway, then what are we doing? Because how are you going to add to me? Because I, I have all of this. I have my own bills. I can, I can afford X, Y, and Z. I have this, this credit score that's good for X, Y, and Z. I'm, I'm, I'm educated not because I went to college. I'm educated because I'm a student of life and I just keep learning. I want to keep learning, whether that's about metaphysical stuff, whether that's about spiritual stuff, whether that's about historical things, whether that's about financial things, whether that's about cinema, whether that's about whatever, any conspiracy theories that are going on in the world, whatever the case may be, I want to learn, okay? I'm constantly evolving. I constantly want to evolve. So how are you going to add to me? And so you have to be able to... You have to be able to express yourself. You have to be able to tell them exactly that. Like, look, I'm X, Y, and Z. Are you gonna, are you gonna, are you gonna, you know, reach me? Are you going to, are you gonna meet me halfway? That's, you know, the, so the, the key word is to communicate your emotions openly, honestly with your partner. And another thing that I notice in relationship that really like grinds my gears, and this really ties into the emotional boundaries, is when when people get into relationships, because boundaries, again, is a skill that you have to learn. A lot of people feel like when they get into relationships that their entire world is that relationship. Okay, unfortunately, I have some friends that are like this, and I've lost some friends because of this, because they lack emotional autonomy. 
they can't be on their own because they don't know themselves. They're scared of themselves. They, they're scared to be in their own mind. They're scared to think for themselves because they lack emotional autonomy. So there's no separate identity within the relationship. They, they don't understand that they're responsible for their emotions. You can feel some type of way and not... And, and it could be completely different from how your partner feels. They rely on their partner for these emotional needs. And if they have an issue with themselves or with, with others, it's almost like they rely on their partner to provide them with this emotional backbone, this emotional support that they need. And I'm not saying that you're only supposed to rely on yourself as uh, when, you, when you're in a partnership. I'm saying you need to be able to rely on yourself with and without your partner. Because your partner is supposed to add to you. Your partner is not supposed to your your partner is not supposed to to be something that's supposed to fill or complete you. Your your partner is just to it's like makeup. Your partner is to accentuate. It's supposed to accentuate you and support you. So yes, we need to have supportive partners, but if you're constantly seeking support because you lack your own emotional support then there's an issue. You're in a partnership for the wrong issue, for the wrong reason. So if you're constantly having to involve your partner and having them take responsibility for your own emotions, then you lack, yeah, then you lack emotional autonomy. And overall, you lack boundaries with yourself because you don't even know yourself. So another major issue that I see in relationships is how we respond to emotions. I am a Leo moon. Leo moons are known to be expressive. Leo moons are, are, are known to be very um, emotional. Leo moons are very hyper aware of their own emotions and they can articulate it very easily um, in, with their partner or to anyone on how they're feeling. You know, they're very blunt when it comes to that because they're very confident in their emotions. They speak very confidently about their emotions. So one thing that I am having to learn is how I respond to certain things. I'm, I'm learning to actively listen, to actively, li I'm learning to actively listen to my partner. I'm learning that listening to your partner isn't listening to respond, it's listening to understand, which I'm sure, you know, we can intellectualize this, but we don't really know it because we don't even do it. Our partner or anyone will sit here and, and have a conversation. They'll say what they need to say. And I get this a lot. Oh, I just, I just got to put this in real quick where I'm going to forget about it. Well, by doing that, you completely disrupt my entire train of thought. And I'm, having, I'm trying to have a conversation with you. And have the emotional awareness to learn when to come in and when not to. And, and that's what I'm learning as I'm, as I'm getting older is that really learn to listen. You don't have to speak all the time. And I was really bad about this when I was 17 or 18 years old, just speaking because I thought all that I knew is what I needed to know. And so a lot of times I wasn't actively listening. I was just listening to respond. So really actively listen to your partner is responding to them wholeheartedly, engaging with them. Try five, 10 seconds of 
looking into your partner's eyes and having a connection with your partner, fully acknowledging them, acknowledging their thoughts, their opinions, their emotions, their feelings, regardless, regardless if it doesn't make sense to you. One particular thing that bothers me the most, um, specifically in my own relationship, is when I'm talking to my partner and I'm letting them know, like, yo, what you did really hurt my feelings. And then they reply with, well, that wasn't my intention. And I have to tell them all the time, it doesn't matter your intentions. You can sit here and say, well, I intend to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If you don't do it, it doesn't mean a hell of beans because you weren't executing what you intended to do. Your intentions were to go work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but did you do them? No. And then you could say, oh, yeah, last week I had all the intentions on working out. And then they, the, the, follow -up, the natural follow-up conversation would be, well, did you? Did you execute it? Like, oh, how did it go? Oh, well, I didn't get to, um, I didn't get to do it. Oh, okay. And then the, top, the conversation relating to the whole workout will eventually fizzle because there's nothing to speak about. So that's what I try to say to my partner. It doesn't matter if you intend to be X, Y, and Z with me. It's the way when you're delivering the message is how the person receives it. And then, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, maybe it's the way, maybe it's the way you took it. Yes, it is the way I take it because that's what matters. I am the recipient of your message. It always is going to matter how I receive that message. Because the thing is, is that there are 7 billion people in this world. So there are 7 billion perspectives, 7 billion thoughts, 7 billion ideas, 7 billion ways that we're going to perceive a message, Right. People don't want to be in relationships because it's constant work. You have to be hyper aware of how you're speaking. You have to be hyper aware of the small things that you don't even want to think about, the small things that you don't even want to talk about. Y'all, we really do lack responding to emotions or to our own emotions in a healthy way. The most you can do in any given scenario to help with your emotional boundary is to validate your partner. Just validate your partner. Just validate their emotions. Validate, I understand, not even I understand you. I receive that. I receive that message. Or you can say, I feel you. I thank you for sharing that. You know, acknowledging that what they're saying, acknowledging how they feel. So another thing I want to talk about is communicating your boundaries friend so I think I think with communication and boundaries those those are two things that you have to constantly work on right because you're you're not equipped to effectively communicate you literally I mean hell there's even a major for that to, to learn how to communicate you have to learn boundaries. There, you know, there are instances and scenarios where you have to go to therapy to learn emotional boundaries, to where you have to just learn boundaries with yourself and learn boundaries with others. So it's important that we're aware of this, that we're conscious of this, because we don't want to dismiss our own our boundaries. We have to be intentional with what we want and how we want it. We have to actually let our partner know, like, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. 
I prefer for you to talk to me in this way. In this way, I prefer for you to have sex with me in this way. A little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. Lick this, lick that, suck this, keep it pushing. So these are all the conversations that we don't want to we don't want to have. We don't want to talk about because again, these are those quote unquote cringy conversations that no one wants to have. Or when we do, we don't want to spend a lot of time on it because we assume that what we know is true. We assume what we know what we're talking about, and that's not the case. So when communicating your boundaries, we have to define the expectation for our partner. So whether that's with your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your, or information about you, or what you prefer for yourself, so could you imagine if you don't have the keys to, effective, to effectively communicate? Do you see why this could be so overwhelming? Y'all, it's like, it's all these intricate little details that you have to understand and want to understand. And so what happens is that people don't want to do it. People don't want to put in the work. People just rather call just call it off. People just call it quits and figure out a simple dopamine to get over whatever they're obsessed with and figure out what's the next best thing. And then they'll have a, you know, they'll have a short relationship. They'll run into the same issues because they're not equipped for that relationship. They don't have the tools. You're co- Think of it like this. You're coming into a house and you're trying to, you're trying to put up these curtains and you have a, a an 18-foot ceiling. Bitch, how you going to get up there? You need a ladder. How you going to sit here and put up the rod? You need a drill. You need some screws. You need a you need a rod. You need the curtains, right? That's what you need these tools to put this stuff up. So if you're going into relationships, if you're going into this house and you don't have the tools, then how the hell are you going to be able to put this damn rod up? How the hell are you going to be able to have a, an, a healthy relationship if you don't work on what you need to work on, if you don't bring these tools to your relationship? So people just rather move on. And then this whole trust notion that they have in relationships, it just, it just goes away because they don't work on it. So it's up there with communication. I personally would rank this higher on the totem pole. Um, you can learn to communicate. Hell, you can even, like I said, you can major in communication and learn all the specifics of communication. But trust, trust lurks. Even when you think you're fine with whatever you had to gain trust from, slowly it will creep on you. You and your partner could go through X, Y, and Z, and you can feel some type of way about what they did to you, and it may fracture your trust with them, and they may help to repair it. But that ego inside of you will always question. Even if you're going to therapy and you're okay with it, that ego that constantly wants you to be on alert will be like, do we trust them? Is this even worth our time? So trust is the foundation. You have to even build trust up with yourself. You have to trust your own self, not only with your partner, but you have to learn how to trust that you know what you want out of the situation. So you have to go, you have to 
go within to gain those pieces of information about yourself. But most times, you know, relationships also suffer because they feel like they're being suffocated. Oftentimes, y'all, people want to have cake and they want to eat it too. And then a lot of people are like, well, what's the point of having cake if I can't eat it? I don't know that answer. (laughs) But um, what I do know is that we want to be able to connect with our partner, right? We want to be able to completely understand how they are as a person and we want them to understand how we are as a person. And then we have, and then because of that, we have to be able to communicate that effectively to, to our partner. We have to be able to take into consideration how we deliver the message, how we want the person to receive the message. So you have to be hyper aware. So there's where that communication comes in, friend. So, do you do you get what I'm saying? You're going to have to communicate to your partner what you want, right? You're going to have to understand. You're going to have to go within to understand what the hell you want. So, I mean, that's a question for yourself. What do you want out of this relationship? Are you communicating with your partner? Do you trust yourself to have a conversation with your partner? You know? So, those are the two things that I, I see with this scenario um and you have to be able to establish boundaries. If this is something that if you if you want to continue this relationship with your partner and you guys are just going in two diff- two separate paths and two different ways and you have to be able to communicate like hey, oh, oh like we're not even we're not even on the same track. You know, where are you going? Because I'm going northbound. You, you're you going southbound. Like, what? You know, you have to be able to articulate. Like, we need to get this together. We need to communicate. We need to understand, like, what the hell we want, you know? So you have to establish those boundaries. You have to establish trust. You have to establish communication. And not just communication, because anybody can talk. But you have to be able to communicate effectively, okay? Um, but, yeah, so... You just have to get it together. (laughs) You have to be able to just, you know, get it together. But yeah, there's also another thing, too, that happens with relationships that I think a lot of people don't really talk about, and it's life transitions. So right now, and this goes for everything, this goes th- this goes into life transitions with your career, with your health, with the loss of a family member, personal growth, if you're dealing with childhood trauma, if you're dealing with a past relationship trauma that you're still working on uh, that comes up inadvertently in your life that you thought that you might have healed, but you're still trying to navigate that. There's even spiritual growths, you know, you may have a spiritual awakening every few years in your relationship and you're dealing with certain things Um, and you have kids, you have this. I'm not too privy on kids because I don't have them. So when it comes to my relationship, that's not a narrative that I know. So I stick to what I know and I'll just I'll stay in my lane. I'm not going to speak on kids because that's just not that's not my specialty. Um, But like right now, for example, my partner and I are going through a life transition with our career. 
we're in we're at the age to where we're trying to grow and advance in our career and this is what i really love about my partner and i and it may be because we're both virgos and that we always set these goals for ourselves and we want to uh we always want to achieve them and so we're always working towards these things and i guess we both understand that we have these goals that we want to be able to obtain and and to meet and so i think that we don't ever really hold it against each other if if one is spending more time on that goal because we both understand that we innately set these goals out. So that might be the Virgo within us that we're always trying to, we're, we're problem solvers and we're always trying to figure out like what's the, what's the next move. And so with my partner and I, we, we're going through a life transition with, uh, with two things, with one um, career and then a loss of a family member or family members. Um, I'm not going to go too in depth about the loss of a family member because that's not my business to speak on. Um, but there's this, there is this dynamic that's different in our relationship. Um, I'm pulling certain weight in the relationship that I haven't done before. And because of that, there's conversations that we have to have and certain things that you don't want to say because you don't want to come off a certain way. And, and you have to understand that, oh, this is only temporary because we're going through a transition, right? We're going to get through this. It's just a transition. It's not going to be like this all the time. But there are certain things that you have to learn to pivot. You have to learn to adjust. You have to learn to make modifications for yourself just so you can cope and figure out how to deal with the situation and just navigate it a little a little easier. So no relationship is ever 50-50, in fact, no one really, no relationship is ever like that. One day you'll be at 70% where your partner might be at 30. One, one partner may be at 80. The other partner might be at 20. It's an ebb and flow, right? Relationships are oceans. They come, they go within the relationship. They ebb, they flow. So it's just this motion-filled dance that we're constantly doing. And, you know, we're tangoing over here. We're like, oh, your foot's supposed to go right here. My foot's supposed to go right here. We're moving in sync. We're trying to figure out what works best for us. You have to learn how to modify certain things when it comes to these certain certain transitions in your life so you can just have a peace of mind, you know? And then there's also a financial aspect to it, you know, with our career, whereas they might be making more money or I might be making more money. And you have to adjust to that and put your ego aside and learn that it's not personal. Like the goal, obviously, is to elevate myself. The goal is to to want to be better for myself. The goal is to completely evolve. And if that's an energy exchange and if the exchange is me making more money, you know, so be it. I'm sorry. It's it's not personal. I'm just trying to to do what I need to do. And then so certain certain sometimes you have to make adjustments, right? Um you might be pulling your weight in certain scenarios or your per- your partner is not quite where they're where you're at and you know you may have to just have a meeting have a conversation like what's what's going on and another thing too that i want to put out in relationships is that a lot of times we often we often think about all of these things with our relationships and how we can be better for our relationships but we don't ever think about what we could how we could be better for ourselves and people fail to realize that you can work on yourself and still be in a relationship i always hear this oh i can't wait till i'm single because you know i can finally work on myself and i can finally do me what do you mean finally do you once you're out of a relationship 
No. Because one thing that I'm going to do in my relationship is I'm going to constantly work on myself. And that's that's something that I just established from the get-go with my partner is that, look, I'm very independent and you are here to only accentuate me and I'm going to work on myself. And if you are not matching my vibration, if we're not on the same frequency, then it, it, it won't work out. So... I guess that's what I do appreciate about my partnership is that we're both on the same frequency as we're, 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 we both like to evolve. We both want to evolve and we both like to constantly work on ourselves. And I just think that's a really beautiful thing. So I just want to give a shout out to my partner with that. But there's these things, you know, life transitions will definitely get to us. And if we're not able to be aware and be, co- be cognizant of what's going on, then we're not going to be able to learn how to pivot. We're not going to be able to learn how to modify certain things to, to have it work for us. You know, then that's where those communications, that's where that boundary comes in. That's where that trust comes in. All of that has to be mutually agreed upon in your relationship. You have to have those cringy conversations that you don't want to have with your partner and you know maybe we don't want to have those cringy conversations because we don't want to be perceived in a certain way because we we sit here and we paint this this picture for ourselves we paint this picture for our partner on how we want to be perceived and if we have these cringy conversations then they're not then you know that's where that vulnerability kicks in and we don't want to be seen a certain way who cares hell you over here fucking the damn person in your bed what do you mean? That's the most vulnerable you... What? That's the most vulnerable you can be. You're literally naked in bed and you have someone inside of you. You're over here exchanging different energies and all that. And you don't want to have a simple conversation on how you want to be talked to and how you would prefer for them to, to be and all this certain things. You don't want to have that conversation? Well, you need to have that conversation. You have to have that conversation. Or else you're just going to go insane. You know, it has to be done. So, friend, to go back to what you were saying on what you need to do, you know what you need to do. You need to have a conversation with the man. You need to have a conversation with him on what you expect, on your expectations and what and and your wants and your needs. And, you know, let him know that this is where I'm at, where in this particular situation, um, and I want to know where you're at and I want to know if we can meet in the middle and you have to trust yourself to be able to have the conversation. And so, yeah, hopefully this helps. <laughs> um, but yeah, y'all. So there's a lot of stuff that you have to take into consideration. Relationships are difficult relationships are really really hard um a lot of things will come out of it that's really great a lot of things will come out of it that is not and you'll learn yourself in in depth you'll you'll be able to connect to yourself um more profoundly in relationships because you may have to you know pivot and modify certain things and you may have to just, you know, be aware of why you have to do that. So then that takes some uh, some going within, going, going 
going within and learning why and learning who, what, when, where, why, how, you know, everything. So relationships are difficult. Um, you know, it takes work. It takes work. It takes work on yourself. So, yeah. So that is my first episode. Uh, the first episode, y'all, like I said, it's, it's probably going to be a little crunchy, but it is what it is. Uh, so my next episode I'm thinking of is um, sex, whether that's uh, sex languages, um, erogenous zones I want to like talk about, um, sexual exploration, whatever the case may be. So expect that to come out pretty soon. Um, once again, thank y'all for listening. Uh, subscribe where all podcasts can be found, Spotify, Apple, what have you. Um, yeah, and thank you so much for tuning in to Queer in Question, a podcast by Cody. And y'all have a great day. Bye.